Ben Lawrence. Paul Goody. Hey, so sorry. You wanna, big apology up top. You want to explain uh, everybody why we're doing this on we're Friday? we're still doing the podcast, everyone. I apologize. No. Uh, yes, Ben. Let me uh, just say that yesterday um, at 5 p.m. Central Time, I left to go to CVS with Betty, friend of the podcast, um, and said, uh, hey, I got my podcast at 6. And she's like, we'll be back by then. And I was like, cool. That's right. And we got back in plenty of time for the podcast, at which point I put my phone away and then proceeded to not do the podcast forgetting entirely that it existed. Uh, and then I picked up my phone, and I was like, oh, there's a text from Ben. It just says, Paul, oh, no. Now, here's an interesting thing. At around 6.05, I was on my iPad, right? I was still doing my iPad thing. And I received a phone call from Bainbridge Island. And I thought that was weird, and I just, you know, dropped it. Uh, but number one, my iPad gets phone calls, which is interesting. Doesn't get texts, which is also interesting. I think it's because I haven't set up texts, but for some reason the phone call rings through. Probably I have a setting of some kind. But anyway, so, uh, and then, and then I got another message from you, uh, that was, uh, I, I'm just leaving. Uh, to which I then apologized, and, and I was like... I, I, I care about the podcast. I care about the podcast. I care about Ben. Why is it that I can't remember? Why do I have such a hard time doing it? And finally, what I came up with, and you might hear a comment from Jennifer uh, from this because it's something that she's been telling me forever. There is no shame in me putting it in my calendar and having an alarm go off that says, hey... Get ready to do your podcast. I think I still have this... I don't know if it's a if it's a Puritan work ethic from my, my parents or whatever. But there's this thing. There's this idea that if something is important enough, you'll remember it. And you don't need to write it down. Which I think, in my case, is incorrect. Are you showing me that you actually have a, an alert for the it's, podcast on your it's phone? It's a repeat. Yeah. It's just a repeating... It's not, it, there's no alert for it, but it is a repeating instance of an appointment in my calendar that I've had in my calendar for years. And, I mean, the other way to look at it is, of course, I've got my phone with me all the time. <laughs> Except when right? I text you. Yes. That's right. Ugh. But anyway, uh, so I apologize to you. I apologize to our viewers uh, who most likely clamored to to watch a stream that was not there. Well, we do have um, um, drunk with us right now. Hey, drunk! Hello, sir. Uh, or Matt, I believe drunk is a. I, I'm I. I don't know if that's ever been established though, and I apologize uh, for not knowing. There I is a. It's a there is a thumbnail. I can't. It's so small. I can't even see what the picture is. It's probably not even of the person themselves. Um, uh, I'm 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 gonna make a guess that it's a beer, 
And the only reason is because I want to do the the callback, don't you talk to my beer, which <laughs> I, I want you to explain to the people. Drunk, uh, first off, Drunk has confirmed he is, in fact, a, a guy, a dude, a male, a sir. Um, a sir. In we this were. Case. Paul, we were at a gas station slash performance venue on in Beacon Georgetown. Hill. Georgetown. Georgetown was, slash Beacon I Hill. Think the gas station Where was Georgetown blends into Beacon Hill. Uh, maybe it was an old garage or something. It but was, it was a it was a bar for sure. I believe we were there to see a performance by the bad things. I and believe that is correct. You and I were sitting at the bar. You famously don't drink. Uh, That's right. Uh, but we were there enjoying the band because our friend Stephen McCandless was a big fan of this band. And I think all of and us It was were a good band. Hanging out. Oh, yeah. I bought their CD. Um, we were sitting at the bar just hanging out. And for whatever reason, uh, I was pretending to ignore you. Um, perhaps you missed an appointment earlier that week. No, and... no, I think it was a bit. I think it was, it was, I it was a bit, bit of some kind. It was a bit. So, um, Paul, you want to reenact what, what, uh, what we did? I don't remember. I don't remember it. I think there was a woman. No, there was no woman. I think it was, it was just, you were trying I think what happened was you were trying to start a conversation. I wasn't ha having any of it. And then you were pretending to try to put the moves on my drink. I had a beer in front oh, of me. Yeah, no, no, no. This is okay. So there was a woman. There was a woman. Uh, and this is the part that you're forgetting, I believe. Uh, there's a woman sitting here, and you're sitting over here. And. I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was a there was a guy. This is what I remember. There was a guy who protectively put his arm around his girlfriend <laughs> while I was sitting there, like like that thing where they kind of envelop the other person. Yeah and, yeah. and I turned to you and I said, "I I don't remember." I don't remember exactly, but I, I, I turned to you, <coughs> and I looked at your at your uh, at your drink, and I said, "So, uh, are you enjoying the show?" You don't to talk which... to my beer. Yeah, and that was the thing is that you. I don't. I don't know if there's just this this <laughs> part of you that won't allow you to remember this, but you were making fun of that man. I a little bit completely forgot about that element of this of this little encounter. Yeah, yeah, you, wow. you brought that same energy to the to the thing, and it was <laughs> hilarious. So, I because yeah, yeah but, we probably both we probably both noticed like this very pretty girl that we were sitting next to, and then some overprotective and then, and dude then he came up, came and up and was put like, in, yeah, like this is. This is not happening. This is the I've I've created yeah. a new space. Um, I'm so insecure. I have to hide my date from these two yeah. nerds who are sitting yeah, in a exactly. bar. Paul Beauty <laughs> and Ben Lawrence, famous date stealers. Exactly. Uh, from yeah. 
if 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 only <laughs> just wait if I ever work up the courage to make eye contact or speak to anyone here, <laughs> you're gonna run into problems. I no. Like also, and we've talked about this. Like famously, we got into line at SIF to see a movie yep. only because there was oh. a pretty girl at the end of the line. Ended up like kind of talking to her, but also ended up just like really loving the movie. Right. The the happiness of the categories. Happiness uh, of the categories. One of one of my favorite movies that I would not have seen. Yeah, were it not for uh, the blue-haired girl standing in line at SIF. We got a chance to actually see uh, Takashi Miike speak. Yes. Uh, and and also, I had one of my most favorite experiences whatsoever, where somebody said to Takashi Miike, "How do you make so many films so quickly?" He said something in Japanese. Everyone who spoke Japanese laughed. And then the translator said, uh, he says, I get paid for every movie, so I make a lot of them. <laughs> and then everyone who spoke English laughed. And then all the people who spoke Japanese laughed at the fact that the people that didn't speak Japanese yeah. only laughed after the translation happened. It was so beautiful. There was also another so line that I remember. I do remember that sort of that that thing that happening where the people who understood Japanese laughed first. But there's also another line of his that I remember. And once somebody asked, if you've seen Happiness of the Catacurries, this isn't a spoilers. This isn't a spoiler. But there are sections of the movie that are in stop motion claymation. Yeah. And one of the questions was, why did you elect to do some of these sequences in stop motion? And Takashi Miike, through his uh, translator, said. The actors were old. If I used them, I would have killed them. Yes, which was which was also awesome. He's so he's interesting. His stuff is. I wonder what he's doing now. What he's been doing lately? I don't know. Oh, hey, speaking of things to watch, uh, where are you at at Andor? I've I'm up to speed. I just watched the uh, most recent episode on Wednesday when it came out. Spoilers for Andor and so the Bible, ladies drug, and gentlemen. If you haven't read the Bible, but pick it up now before you uh, listen to the rest of this show. It's it's good too. This is a spoiler for the for the first like first uh, few chapters. So is this it Old Testament hard. Bible, the Old Testament Bible. Uh, so the fact that. The character Andy Circus was playing can't swim. I was a drunk lovely drunk. Jess wrote that in the comments, so that's uh, yeah. He's up to speed. Was a lovely nod to Moses not being able to enter the promised land, which I thought was was really nice. And I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. Andor, my favorite Star Wars property of all time. It's, it's... nice that it's the one that they're doing now. It's but, getting a yeah. lot of buzz. It's getting a lot of positive praise because it is focusing a lot more on the human story, I want to say, yeah. other than, like, the Force and Jedis and lightsabers and blasters and so on and so forth. And it's good. This is the other thing that I, that I, that I you know, people 
cannot look at this show and be like, garbage. I can't yeah. believe that they're putting... The show is good. The the writing is good. The acting is good. Uh, and and it, again, yeah, you're right. It feels like too many times Star Wars, Star Trek, all those things, you as a person are watching this going, well, I wouldn't be able to be on that 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 away team. I can't do any of the stuff that they do. I don't have any of their knowledge and all that. Um, and or you're watching it, you're like, this, that I, I possibly am, you know, I know, hmm. I know that I would be able to experience an emotion if I were in this situation, you know, like you think about being in the prison and I know for a fact that I would just be a, I'd be a, I'm just here to do my time guy. Yeah. Right. You'd be Kieran Loy at the, you know, up until he learns the truth. Yeah. And, and then, uh, hey guys, we're still going to get in trouble. Don't I, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible that I would do that. Um, oh, so there, speaking about, yeah. oh yeah, go ahead. No, uh, no, this, no, you well, were going to say... This, Justin... I mean, Druck is following the conversation. Um, yeah. He says he watches Andor while reading the Bible, which I don't think you do, but thanks for paying <laughs> attention. Um, he good, says, yeah, that's, that's funny. I like it. Moses not getting into the Promised Land. He says that's honestly an amazing analogy of that scene, and he will be stealing that when he discusses the show with other people. Oh, a- um, absolutely. I don't think... I. You can't steal something that that seems... Pretty darn intentional. Like, like I, I feel mean, like I don't know anything from about the Bible, so I didn't see that. I've never, I wasn't raised as a Lutheran minister father. Yeah, I know, I know, like the the top level stories. I don't know, like you know, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the details. It's not, it's not that deep of a cut that Moses wasn't allowed to the Promised Land, but I right. take your meaning, Ben, and that. But there's. One of the things that, um, and Drunk has mentioned this, there's, there, um, Andor has had a lot of, I think the only critique it's had so far is that it has had some pacing issues. And, like, this final, this it's not the final episode, I hope it's not the final episode, but this episode 10 is a build-up to, it's like it's like a culmination of a lot of story points kind of coming together. Yeah. And, and so, but it is episode 10, and so they have had a lot of, you know, time to time to develop. I want to say, you know, drunk calls them filler episodes. I don't know if I'd go so far as to call them filler episodes, but they have just time to you know develop these characters and these stories. Yeah, I I feel I feel good about the pacing personally. I um I am watching it episodically, which might help. You know, the fact that I'm waiting for the next one. Whereas yeah. if I saw all ten at once, would I go uh kind of drag during this part? I don't know. I'm, I'm ed, every new thing I'm eating. But then again, I mean, people said there were pacing issues with uh, with The Walking Dead, and I noted that maybe I didn't feel it as much when I was watching it all the way through. Yeah, I, I mean, Lost, Lost, maybe was that one. I yeah, famously they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, speaking about. Uh, shows in general, just in general. Um, HBO Max has all the Doctor Who's from Peter Capaldi on. Or actually, I think they might even have it from uh, 
Uh, Christopher Eccleston? Uh, yeah, from Christopher Eccleston on. From the, the, the Doctor reboot? Yeah. Uh, but but I, I started watching uh, the Peter Capaldi ones. Uh, and I realized that Doctor Who, Who is my favorite show. Um, and by that, I mean, it was, the, it was one of the first TV shows I ever saw. Famously, if you don't remember the story, I'm going to say it really quickly. Famously. Uh-huh. Um, I, something I mention all the time is what I mean. <laughs> um, I, I watched Doctor Who. I watched an episode of it, it because a babysitter of mine didn't track what I was watching. Yes, the Sesame uh, Street I, uh, tale. I turned on, yep, I turned on Sesame Street. Didn't know that it wasn't Sesame Street, so I just, uh, and I remember, you know, it was a, it, this was prior to me going to school, so it would have been four, four years old, probably, or somewhat, uh, when I told him, you know, that I wanted to watch the thing where the robot comes out of the bookcase and shoots people, which, by the <laughs> way, uh, I was, as a kid, conflating two episodes, so I've seen multiple episodes of Doctor Who before I got... I Pyramids of Mars, and then there's another one where a robot uh, is there because I remembered in my head whatever went through there didn't need to breathe. Um, was, and that's not a line from Pyramids of Mars. It's a line from uh, the robot one. Was it a Cyberman? It was not a Cyberman. Oh. Uh, different one. Uh, speaking about which, uh, spoilers for Dark Water. Uh, Cybermen! Uh, in the Peter Capaldi thing, very good, very good stuff. Uh, so going, so Pyramids of Mars was that William Hartnell? Was that the first Doctor? No, no, that was uh, Tom Baker. Um, okay. Tom Baker was the first Doctor that I saw. Uh, they say your first four, is always your favorite. Right. Yep. Uh, John Pertwee, I like him a lot. Again, mentioning this, uh, they could get Sean Pertwee to play him. Uh. If they wanted to, and they should, because I Sean, think that'd be awesome. Sean Pertwee is in one of my favorite movies of all time. I've, I've probably mentioned this. Dog Soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. You you he, actually famously almost didn't want to watch Dog Soldiers because you heard that someone threw up in it, like like <laughs> someone on screen throws up, <laughs> and you at, at the time you, yeah that sounds like you me. said I don't want to I don't want to watch it. Uh, Did we watch were we at your up. house and like you had a DVD I think or we something? Saw, I think we saw it in the theater actually. I think someone took a either either I saw it in the theater and then we watched it on DVD or because oh. I saw it in the theater. I've watched it many times since then in different venues. But yeah, what year was Dog Soldiers out? When when did it come out? Because I can tell you at that point. I want to say like two thousand three. Also, drunk Wait, is really? leaving by drunk. It's by drunk. yeah, it's old. Let me look it up. I th- well, I thought it was older than two thousand three. That's what, because if it was two thousand three, then you and I saw it in a theater. Two thousand two, I believe. Yeah, I, was I think off you and I saw year. it in the theater then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Sean still remember Pertwee, there I was. Could, I could look it yeah, up, but he, he plays Alfred in some Batman property. He does. He? he plays Alfred in Gotham, I believe. Oh. Speaking of Batman. Today oh, saw yeah. the passing yeah. of Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in the animated series. And Gallagher. <laughs> and Gallagher. But that had nothing to do with, uh, you know. They say you always come in, uh, de- celebrity, de- celebrity deaths always come in threes. Yeah, that's right. So, um, 
So there's a guy who voiced Batman, and then I guess two other people. Also Gallagher died. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, he... Uh, it's, it is important for me to note that there are many people that I enjoyed as a kid that then took a right turn, and it may be that they've always been, you know, on yeah. the right, but we didn't notice it as much. I was just um, going to say or ask, did Gallagher... Didn't he have some controversy in the recent yeah, years? Yeah, Mark Marin did a did an episode uh, where he said some some things that Mark Marin took him to task. That's for. right, and like walked um, out. Yeah, there the was Gallagher a, there walked was a, out of the interview. I mean, I had a tape when I was listening to it, and he he talked about Mexicans like Mexicans like a big group. Yeah. Um. Uh, give it to Japanese people. They love to be busy. I think was another thing. Like he, he did humor that was it's probably nothing out of the ordinary for the eighties. Well, man, I tell you what, I, I've talked about this before, but I watched that episode of the Muppet Show where they did the um, the celebration of all nations or whatever, and it was rough. Oh, um, they have stereotypical Muppets? Stereotypical Chinese Muppets was yeah. one of the things that happened. Uh, yeah. Also, um, Spike Milligan, uh, who was really good, went all out. And when I say all out, I mean... Uh, it just... Wow. That, that was something. So yeah, and and famously, yeah. you know, the the Henson Company has big hearts and do their best to, you know, be inclusive and all that. Um, you know, senators are mad that there's an autism Muppet or whatever. Uh, there's like an openly gay Muppet, and yeah. So, so the fact that that is. Um, in their history is is uh, eye opening. Well, it, I mean, that. yeah, I, I, it's it's not whether or not that's in their history; it's how they've dealt with it. And I think the Henson yeah. Company have redeemed themselves. They haven't doubled down on that. I feel as though the Ford Foundation is another one. Like they've been doing <laughs> because some stuff. Jennifer because Henry Ford was anti-Semitic. Yeah, Jennifer Pratt. What? Um, the Ford Foundation is that right? Yes, they have, there is a Ford Foundation. Um, have have they, they made up for Henry Ford's awfulness? Have they made awfulness? up for Henry Ford? Um, no, or you do, can't make up for Henry Ford. Do they try? Uh, I'm not even sure exactly. Okay. I could have sworn that the Ford Foundation... Maybe, wow, maybe that's propaganda on my part, but that's what I heard. Heard that the Ford Foundation... You're getting gaslit into believing Henry Ford was not that bad of a dude. Oh no, Henry Ford was a was a bad dude. Um, oh, man, yeah, he was a he was you know eugenics and all that shit. Eugenics. Uh, he and Edison loved yeah. each other. Yeah, brilliant industrialist, you, terrible human being. He was a just amazing. One of the stories that you know again, this is uh, as we've discussed many times on the um, podcast. I was not diagnosed as autistic as a kid, but I was, and one of the things uh, that Somebody told me and was like, haha, you see, uh, was, uh, you should never, you should never 
salt your food before trying it because a guy Etzel. Etzel? Etzel's the one that established it and guess what they do. What do they do? <clears throat> the Ford Foundation Sorry, Ford 19, Foundation. 1952 So yeah, Etzel may be in fact, you know, doing his I mean, best. he's of course quite dead, and these are all so, children of the Ford legacy. But the Ford legacy is quite shameful. So. The basic, the basic thing though is, it's um, don't salt your food before you eat it, before you try it. Somebody tried that, and Henry Ford didn't hire them. First of all, that never happened. And, and it's always like Jennifer pointed out that that never happened. But also, it's like okay. I'd never heard also, that before. Uh, what that's I'm a, a Nazi. that's a strange that's a strange way to uh, to not get a job. Okay, fine. Uh, guess what? I, I I don't care about it. The the if they had said to me, "Don't salt your food before you try it," because maybe you would like it the way it is, and then salt it afterwards, makes more sense, and I understand that. Yeah, but I, nobody, nobody hit that part of it. That's what I was told I, from a very early age: is uh, try it before you put extra seasoning on it. Yeah, I mean, and that and that makes sense to me. But it's nothing to but do with that. Henry Ford. Was that that section was uh, removed, and yeah. it was just you know, Henry Ford won't hire you, and I and that's the weird. Chances of that. Again, as a kid, we've we've said it before. Other comedians have said it. I felt as though I would run into quicksand uh, much sooner than I would have to worry about a job interview. Fear of quicksand was a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. It's surprising that uh, that's not more of a danger in our in our Gen X lives than it is. Speaking of a danger in our Gen X lives, Ben. The Bermuda Triangle is another one. You and I have dealt with, uh, or, or have skills that the millennials and the Gen Zers don't necessarily have, and they came into play when we went to the, uh, I forgot to mention this, I think, when we went to the uh, Renaissance Festival, we said, hey, to, to Betty, hey, we're going to meet here. At this time, because our phones don't work. So if you're going to go off, that's fine. We're going to meet at this place. Um, which is something that... It's a skill that's just sort of, you know, in the old noggin. Because that's what we used to have to do. Sometimes people don't do that. Jennifer had mentioned uh, wearing a, uh, reading a map is another thing that people don't have to do these days. That sort of yeah. thing. Was it but, reading an analog clock? Oh, that was hard for me, even. 
<laughs> so um, what's the what's the thing Betty could do to to make the rendezvous point? Oh no 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 no! Just the idea of 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 having this oh, just the idea of idea yeah, okay, of having a time and a place to meet. Yeah. Um, when you go to a large place because yeah. you know not being in communication, uh, it's tough. You could you could get lost as a kid. Some kids did. Oh, but oh, anyway, I got lost all the time. Up, um, as you know, Ben, I don't know if you're familiar, but I've been using the uh, AI imaging tool uh, Midjourney. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast. I do have something before. to say about that once you get through with uh, this initial um, foray. So it is in beta. And when you sign up, there's a big thing that says this is in beta. We do not, you know, um, we do not guarantee that you will have service. We do not guarantee what that service will be. You're paying for access to our prototype. Yeah. Uh, and in in office hours, which is where the the guy who's kind of running the thing talks to people, he always mentions, you know, don't don't make a business model off of the technology <laughs> that we're doing. By the time you would even, you know, be close to getting an investor or a client or whatever, it's going to change and you have to relearn how to use it again. We're on the the bleeding edge of this stuff. And so um, it went down and it was down for, I don't know, maybe 10 hours. Uh, people lost their minds. They were just like, I can't believe I pay. Let me ask you a question. If I joined a pizza of the month club and one day I didn't get a pizza, would you just say, oh, well, no, I need my pizza. So you're going to give me my hours that what? I paid for back. But and it also like, sounds like mid journey was like, sometimes you won't get a pizza. Exactly. That's exactly right. And that's, that's the point is it says, um, you know, welcome to our pizza of the month club. By the way, you may never get a pizza. It's possible. <laughs> um, so anyway, though, I do. I, you had something that you wanted to say. I did. I did not want to uh, take away from so, that. So the first comment that Drunk posted before he pieced out, which we didn't get to, but I knew that we would get to it eventually. He says, uh, "I remember you talking about AI art, and there's a big mess on Twitter right now with Deviant Art. Do you know about this?" And before you say anything, um, I think Jennifer read that comment because she texted me, Paul doesn't know about Twitter. I haven't told him yet. Okay, let me tell you, this is we, we can use this as Paul's going to guess the news. What I'm going to tell you is what I know about it based off of what people on Midjourney are talking about. Okay. And, and, then, I, and then I'm going to do my little... Uh, talk about where I'm at right now. Uh, I believe the thing was that DeviantArt is I don't and I don't know how they're doing it or, or what the what the plan is, but they are uh, allowing their artists on DeviantArt to opt out of training data or something like that. Uh, that is that is at least what the people were complaining about. Uh, they were like, how are they even going to know? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Uh, but I think that was it. That that there were some people who... Okay, so... Uh, just back up really quick. Uh, what some people do... 
some people do when they use these tools is they will write a sentence that goes something like this. Um, name a name an artist that you that you like. A uh, visual artist. A visual artist that I like. Uh, 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 Lichtenstein. Okay, so it'll be. Um, and I apologize for the mental image uh, that this will. Um, no, no, I don't have to do that. I can do something nice. I can do something nice. I don't have to do anything uh, bad. Um, uh, Wilford Brimley teaching Kermit the Frog to ride a bicycle in the style of Liechtenstein, and then they'll and then they'll hit, re and then it'll make that thing. Right. Uh, and one thing that that people were complaining about, version four came out. And they would say, you know, in the style of Liechtenstein, and then what they would get is a is a painting in a frame of that. So so they would so it would look like you know an artist had drawn it, right? Yeah. And they can't use that for the thing that they're writing, so they were complaining. And the idea was <laughs> that that the the deviant art people are gonna put another barrier to them prompting using the the artist name. Uh, that's that's what I heard. Okay. What so is here, it for real? Uh, so uh, oh no, that's I I have no idea if that's um, oh. if that's what's going on. But there is a big to do. Uh, this is a, a, a Paul gonna guess the news. Paul, what's yeah. going on with Twitter these days? Uh, I know that Elon Musk uh, has taken uh kind of charge of twitter uh and let's see what do i know about that um i know that elon musk uh is going to put an end to twitter's work from home policy uh that's, that's all that's fact. all that i that's all that i know so uh um, oh are people uh people are are all changing their name to elon musk <laughs> that has thing? that is connected to it okay so, um, if you are, if you are a celebrity or a person of note, what mm -hmm. happens to your Twitter profile? Oh, are we talking about, um, about how he's selling blue check marks now? Yes. Yes. Everyone and could get a blue check mark for like eight bucks or something. There's a, a, a not just $8, $8 what a month. What are they that, Paul? $8 a month. Oh, okay. What, what's However, what are they just today... Oh. Probably what she just said. Just they today, they stopped doing that. Oh. Unverified. So what are they doing? Oh, uh, what what are they doing, Jennifer? Signing up and saying they're companies, they're George Bush, they're Obama, they're President Trump, and just saying random horrible shit and everything. It's fucking awesome. Okay, so they so they basically took out took away the verified altogether. Well, that was there has been a real-world consequence uh, because of this. Um, there's a company called you know, Eli Lilly and Company. Eli Lilly? Oh, sure. Eli Lilly is a drug company, Ben. <laughs> Eli Lilly. Yeah. I think, I think Jennifer knows where this is going. Uh, somebody... George Bush saying, I really miss killing Iraqis. Tony Blair saying, girl same. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so so good. S 
the thing about the thing about Twitter is when you could if you can see on the app you can see somebody's name let's say it's Elon Musk right yeah. next to it is like at fake Elon Musk account you know mm -hmm. you can see that so the Twitter handle at Eli Lilly and company tweeted from now on insulin is free and the actual Eli Lilly company had to tweet that sorry no that's not true that's a fake account um their their, tw their twiddle, twitter handle the actual Eli Lilly company their twitter twitter handle is at lilypad and so i can, you can see where people might have gotten confused yeah. Because at yeah. Eli Lilly and Co. tweeted this, their stock tanked. They lost a billion dollars plus. Wow. Today. Wow. Like, I care that a drug company lost a billion dollars. It's just funny how this has backfired so... I was going to say famously. That's the word of the day is famously in, the, in today's podcast. It's backfired so spectacularly. So, huh. Um, I'm glad that I quit Twitter when I did. Quitter. Because I don't think I'd be able to um, to navigate that that well. I have a, a problem. And, and by that I mean I would, of course, be obsessed with uh, trying to figure out who's who and all that kind of thing. Uh, instead, what I've been doing, Ben, uh, is in version 4. Now, version 3 of MidJourney had this already. But it wasn't as good as in version four. Uh, image prompting. So so normally people will will type a thing that they want. Uh, you know, uh, famously anime cat girl winking sexy, 4K cinema ultra high def trending on DeviantArt. You know whatever, like those things. And then they'll get pictures, and. All of them are using the same words. All of them are getting the same pictures. It's, you know, uh, it's easy to tell when something is done. It's getting harder now with version 4. It has more variety. But the other thing is that version 4 is doing image prompting a whole lot better. <clears throat> image prompting is you put in an image and it takes elements of that image and puts it into... Um, the picture. So what you do is you can't image prompt just one thing because then it would make it make something that would look a little bit too close to the original. You have to have two things or a thing in wording and all that. And so what I've been doing and what I am going to continue to do probably forever whenever I use this um, this tool is I've been drawing my own image prompts. I draw a thing and then I put it into the the so I'll, I'll make a sketch of a centaur, right? And then I'll say, uh, a centaur galloping through the forest. And it will make a picture that, and I, it's hard for me to describe, but I can show it to you um, after, after this. Uh, I'll send you via text. Um, oh, actually, wait. Uh, how far are we? Where are we, where are we at? Because what I can do... 37, 437. Okay, what Although I'm going to do, Ben... we did start early, so we're at minute 40. Okay. 
I'm going to send you just really quick uh, via text. I'm going to send you two pictures. And I want you to guess uh, what the picture that I'm sending you is a picture of. <laughs> it's my balls. No. <laughs> Come on, guess. What what is this here? I don't want to um, guess. I don't like this game. So, huh? That's weird. Why is it not showing up? You would think it would. Okay. Um. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna show. I'm 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 not gonna do this. Well, I was gonna send you a a thing of uh Betty. Uh, a thing that Betty drew, and then what I got out of it, if that makes sense. Sure. But instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a picture of a girl that I drew. And then what it did with that picture. I say girl. She's a scientist, Ben. She's a scientist from the future. Girls can be scientists. Yes. That's right. All right. So this is the picture that you drew. That's a picture that I drew. And this is the picture that Midjourney spit out. Yep. What was? Did you have a prompt? What other picture or what? Uh, so so dialogue? it was the picture that I drew with the words "a scientist from the future." Right. Or she was a scientist from the future. I mean, it so you just get the looked, idea. It just what it looks like to me is like concept and execution. Yeah. That's right. Um, so like this is this is a, this is like a, a quick draft of what our character in our cartoon is going to look like, and this is it in final rendered form. Right, exactly. It's it, and that's really what it's what it's doing, and um, it gives me like I also got uh, here really quick. This would be it's the podcast's new uh, profile photo. <laughs> nah, so um let's as see opposed here. to the uh you know the the combination of you and me combined, which just looks like somebody's weird uncle from the Midwest. It has that one as well. I mean all all off of this one picture, right? And I don't think you saw this one, but this one as well. Kinda looks like um, the one you just sent me, not that one, uh, the third one you sent me, I'll show, I'll show this one, is a little bit, it's a mixture of, I want to say, uh, what's her name? Gosh darn it. Um, I'm going to look her up. A, a, a combination of Anya Taylor-Joy and... Who's Anya Taylor-Joy? Which one's that? Did you ever see um, that show about chess on Netflix? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and the gal who played Kitty in Arrested Development. Uh... Man, why can't I remember her name? She was just in a TV show that I watched called Reboot. Um, oh, Judy Greer. That, Judy Greer. Way. 
This looks like a, 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 a mixture of Judy Greer and Anya Taylor-Joy to me. I really liked it. I think reboots, uh, I, I hope they do a second season. Because uh, it was a lot of fun. Keegan-Michael Key, Judy Greer. Oh, Keegan-Michael Key, uh, friend of yeah, the podcast. Um, Johnny uh, Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville, oh. for some odd reason, who's really great in it. I mean, he hey, basically Johnny, plays look, I mean, Johnny Knoxville. I mean, that's the thing, is that Johnny Knoxville is not a bad actor. Uh, he's a very interesting cat. Yeah. Um, uh, but there's a real-world application for this that I want to tell you about. Um, when I was going to Canada, I was driving through Canada, and I saw uh, this, this thing I just sent you. And I made this sketch uh, sometime afterwards, trying to explain it. It was this structure that was near the Canadian border that looked kind of like a, kind of like a, a, a like a utility tower or pole kind of thing. But also it looked like it was maybe a building. It was really hard for me to describe. So I put this in there, right? I put that little sketch in there. And I described it kind of like I described it to you. I said, all I said was, this is the prompt I said, um, <clears throat> when, I were, when I was nearing the Canadian border, I saw a strange metallic structure through the snow. And this is what it, it, it gives you four options, right? Yeah. The option I'm just about to send you was exactly pretty much what I saw. That thing? Yeah. Now, here's a question. If you live near the Canadian border, show the server <clears throat> for a second, Ben, again. Uh, if you live near the Canadian border, uh, what is this thing? What is this? If we had a, a more slick podcast, I would have loaded these into uh, the computer and uh, yeah. cut to them. But this is what you get. Um, yeah, what is that? I think you know it, what? It, yeah. I, I, there's gonna I, there's gonna come a time where that exact same thing is gonna be available. Where you're trying to think of so, like I say, I was I was going to Canada from uh, North Dakota, and there's this structure on the side of the road. It's a building, or it might be a tower. It's got some red lights on it. Uh, what is that? And then. AI is gonna be like, oh, that's the you know this thing. Here's a picture of it. Yeah, you can I mean, actually Siri go already it. already kind of does that in a way. Siri um, can't can, give you I a picture ask, though. Right. Well, actually, hold on. Let's find out. <clears throat> hey Siri, can you show me a picture of what a Firewatch station looks like? Here are some images of Firewatch Station looks like from the web. Have a look. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that what I saw might have been a Firewatch Station. What? Where were you entering Canada? What part of the States? Oh, geez. <sighs> Through Michigan? I want to... Hold on. Uh, I, I know where I entered... Where I entered Canada was Saskatoon. And I was coming through Illinois. Right. That's yep. That's that's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, listening to Soul Coughing at that time already. Which is cool. 
Yeah. Which is cool. Halloween hey. is past, Ben, and yet uh, still. Uh, yeah, witches Salem are still cool. Has a history that uh, needs to be examined, and uh, the Salem Foundation, uh, started by <laughs> Edsel Ford. Henry Salem. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, but anyway, so so this is the big this is the big thing. Um, for me, anyway, for me, Paul Goody, there's no reason to use words only anymore to do this because I have Procreate on my phone, right? I even you know I even suggested, hey, is there a way that we can we can draw instead of speak? It I don't need to because I've got image things now. I can draw and Procreate. Open that up in as an I'm image still, thing. I'm still amazed that's the name of the app. Yeah. <laughs> I there was a there was a joke that I was gonna make, but I didn't want to uh, make any more work for you, Ben. So uh, <laughs> so just yeah. Effin was taken. Hey, but but let's do an experiment, Ben. Uh, give me give me anything that you want me to draw. Anything that you want a, an image of, uh, make it make it a little bit hard so that we know that I didn't uh, do this ahead of time. <laughs> okay, how about? We'll we'll keep talking while I'm doing it. Also. How about a a bear with a, bear? a flying saucer with a for uh -huh. a head? Um, okay, sure. A bear with a flying um, saucer for a head. Now, I want you to do me a favor, Ben. I'm going to draw this for you. But I want you to go to Amazon.com. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and buy me this very expensive and, and, book. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would like you to go to Amazon.com. Tell me when you're there. I'm there. Okay, I want you to look up uh, five-minute stories... That's what it's called, Five Minute Stories by Paul Goody. Five Minute Stories. Uh, I even put your name in, but you are not the only Five Minute Stories. Are you talking about One Minute or Stories? One Minute Stories, yeah, sorry. Is it One Minute Stories by Paul Goody? One Minute Stories by Paul Goody. I think it's Five Minute Stories, I think. Is that a bear with a flying saucer for it? <laughs> it is, it's a bear with a robot head on it. <laughs> Paul, I've never heard of this. This is like a magic trick where uh, you're like, okay, give me just some random words, yeah. and I've, I've published a book with that very same thing on it, 20 years ago. 20 years ago today, and now, Senator, is this your card? <laughs> um, it, it, I just find it, I find it kind of funny when you, when you mentioned that. I'm like, hey, hold on. Yeah. I think. I swear I um, never, just in case, you know, don't copy that drawing, for God's sake. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm there is a subtle different. misdirection right on the cover of I, this book. I I just I mean the the big thing is I wanted to to make sure Ben 
that you knew that that existed so that you wouldn't think that I was <laughs> doing something. Yeah, no, I know it exists now. Crazy. Yeah. Fortunately, so, um, I'm not signed in to Amazon on this computer, so Amazon's not going to be not going to be um, uh, suggesting more of your stuff to me. Oh man, what would who would who would want it? Who would want? That? I ask you. Yeah. So, because um, well, I already have the all your thing things. That I would wait. Do you have one uh, five minutes? Is it five minute or one minute? It's, it's I don't have minute, it's, right? it's, it's, it no. It's it's one minute stories. And it's one only stories, okay. it's only available via the Kindle. I do not own a Kindle. Yeah. Okay. So if they had a hardcover, I I think what it, it was is that I was doing five minute stories and then somebody else started doing it, so I changed to one minute to be. There's better. a lot of five minute stories out there. Yeah, I think Amazon. that's why. It, but these are stories, short fictions that I wrote in a minute. And they're they're great, by the way. Um, oh, it says you. Yeah, exactly. Can you look inside this book on it? Uh, I already closed the page. Hang on. Oh man. Uh, do, do, do. one minute stories, Paul Goody. Hey, first hit. What do you know? Hey, <laughs> look! Look at that. If you get the name of the book right. Uh, Look inside. If, if I give you the correct name of the book. <laughs> uh, the foreword is by Boaz. Oh, really? What does it What does it say? Can you read that? It says it's Bo by Boaz Frankel. Forward by Boaz Frankel, written in one minute in parentheses, not quotes. It may seem daunting to some to write a book forward in one minute, but as I haven't actually read any of it, I think it should be pretty simple. Upon seeing this book for the first time a few minutes ago, I recommended that Paul change the title, but he said that... And that's it. <laughs> uh, that's uh, also a wonderful uh, Boaz Frankel impression. The Boaz, beaver. I was not trying to do a Boaz Frankel. Uh, if, you, if you're listening, Ben, uh, Ben was not actually doing a Boaz Frankel impression. That was not my, trying to. My joke. Although I am, I am friends with Boaz on Facebook, and I and I see his content every once in a while. Boaz um, is cool. I like Boaz. Uh, the if, beaver if Boaz has been canceled for some reason. I apologize. <laughs> the beaver that yeah. was totally crazy is one of the yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you read it? Is it is uh, it in there? Quote, look out for that beaver, end quote. The fireman was too late. The beaver already started chewing through the burning log cabin. Holy crap, look at him go! Before long, the naked hermit was saved. Thank goodness for the crazy beaver. The end. I mean, come on. What else do you want? This is good. Uh, there's also uh, the magic womb. And there's a story called The Best Dog in Arkansas, but apparently that page is blank. So there are no good dogs in Arkansas? Oh, no. <laughs> That's too bad. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I was making a statement with that or if that was just a, an <laughs> did accident. You, did you screw it up? What's the magic womb? For his fifth birthday, Charles was told by his parents that he was going to get a new baby brother. Being progressive parents, they also explained the exact manner in which this gift would be formed. Many months afterwards, the story was proven to be true. The next year, Charles was told by his parents that he was going to have a new bicycle. He calmly told his parents that while the prospect was chilling enough, he wasn't sure he could wait that long again. The end. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. So that, so, appear, that appears to be it for look inside this book. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to send you uh, first of all my drawing, which I have completed, and it is now you know like um, waiting to be processed. I've uploaded it. Uh, you might see that my uh, my bear with the UFO for a head is uh, similar. The bear is very similar to the bear on the cover of One Minute Stories. I draw things pretty much how I draw them. Part of the reason why uh, having uh, a a um, an AI finishing my work for me is uh, so appealing. Right. Um, I can do twice the work in half the time. Interestingly, um, there are problems that it has with um, hands. Bears. And uh, words. The same issues that people sometimes have in their dreams, which I think is nice. Let's go back to this for a sec. Do you think it knew what you were drawing and just pulled up a reference photo of that exact same thing? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm. Uh, because it pulled up four other, three other photos. It might, it might. Okay, so here's here's the thing, right? Um, it might have gone. Okay, what are things that are that shape? Yeah. With that, with those kind of lights on them, and then that's how it pulled it up. If that makes sense. So, so in a way. In a way, yes. We've we've talked about how diffusion models work, right? Diffusion models. Before. I we probably have. yeah. That's what that's what that uses it. Um, <clears throat> it has it, it. Basically, um, you you take an image, you keep on adding static to it progressively, and and have like key points where it remembers. This is where it's at fifty percent static. This is where it's seventy percent. All that, and then you have it work backwards. And it makes the image out of the static. And then you give it just static and say, okay, make the image out of this, please. Yeah. And it guesses what the image is based on how it works. But it gave me um, these four images. And when I yeah. saw the one that, that I sent you, I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. It's pretty cool. Uh, oh, look at this. Well, well, it looks like it didn't do it exactly right. Oh, look at those. There's a bear head with like a UFO hat. Now, do you know why it didn't do it exactly right? Uh, because it's not as advanced as you hoped it would be? Uh, no, because I used uh, just text, not... <laughs> My image prompt. Bear with UFO for a head. So if bear with a UFO for a, a bear, uh, I may have I may have made a miscalculation. By the way, because it may not be done. I thought it'd be cool to show you um, what it would do on its own. Before I put the image prompt in. 
to show you uh, how the image prompt makes it better. But this is one of the things, right? Uh, if you can see there, um, yeah. just using words, it knows bearhead, it knows UFO, yeah. and it knows how to make a good picture, but it didn't Does replace it the bear's head for uh, UFO. What's that? Does it not know syntax or grammar? It does. It only on knows occasions. nouns. Uh, no, no. And um, if you're listening but, to the podcast, uh, we're t we're not describing these pictures. Just go to the go to the YouTube uh, channel and, and you know just watch that. Um, so so it does understand it. It's just that you oftentimes it's called prompt craft. You have to switch words around and keep on trying. Prompt craft. <laughs> until it figures out, yeah. When's that going to get into the OED? Oh, probably at some point in time. Uh, people are trying to, um, so the, obviously the, the hey, is this art uh, conversation happens way too often. Yeah. Um, if you, if you uh, people like me who do art, like traditional art and do this, we don't necessarily care if you call it art or not, because we can do art, so we feel okay about calling it whatever. Some artists, most of the people who just make money doing art, hate it when you call it AI art. Or when you say that you are the one who who's created it, because it cheapens their skills and abilities. You don't because talk not to my the, art. Because I'm not that great of an artist, I don't feel as much of a, a problem. Although, Ben, you would say, right? <laughs> you would say I'm an artist, wouldn't you, Ben? <laughs> wouldn't yeah, you? Sir, just don't hit me, don't hit me, you're an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so there's that. Um, uh, but people uh, have been using the term prompt jockey. Oh, God. Uh, which, uh, because it, it's similar to disc jockey. Um, you don't say. The idea that, you know, people who were playing music, the disc jockeys, weren't uh, playing the music themselves. They didn't create it was music, the music that other people made, but they were playing it, which I found interesting. Like, and this is what someone said, um, because eventually DJs like DJ Koala uh, did start making music. Turntableism. You know, is kind of a, a a thing where you're where you're making different sounds. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. It still has problems, Ben. It's better than normal. I'm glad that you you're you're going to be happy that you waited for this. I bet I am. Okay. Still waiting. Here we go. Here's um here's number one. Yep. Still wearing it same. as a hat. Yeah, wearing it as a hat. Here's number two. It's uh now the bear looks more like my bear, right? Uh, it's hovering over his head. Uh oh, what's this? Bear hat again. <laughs> but Ben, Ben, get ready, get ready, did we, Ben. Did we hit it on number four? 
Number four, I believe. <laughs> That's closer. Did it yeah. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll send you I'll send you number four, Ben. I'll I'll blow it up and I'll send it to you. All right. I'll use oh, that shit. as a cover oh. art. Whoops! God damn Whoops. it, Paul! It was number three, not number four. I was going in clockwise motion. Uh, and that's not how it does even it. it does Edward it in... is upset. Yeah, I know. Edward's been barking all day. Speaking of barking all day, Ben, uh, we're at the end of our podcast. Yeah, it feels like we've been barking all day. So, uh, hey, Paul. Hey, well, thanks, Ben, as always. Uh, great seeing you. Yeah. Great talking to you. And I apologize. Uh... <laughs> Let me, in fact, let me just do this. I'm going to go in. I'm just going to my calendar. Just create a recurring event every Thursday at 6 podcast. Okay, so I'm going um, to add, uh, repeat, um, weekly, custom, frequency, weekly, Thursday, and I go back. Go back. Uh, Fascinating oh. content. Did this happen? I don't know if I did it right. Uh, repeat custom. Yes, it looks like. Uh, starts. What is, what is today? Uh, the 11th, right? JDC 11. 11 11. Uh, and it, we're starting it at. This occurs in the past. Be careful. <laughs> uh, uh, so the next one will be the 18th. And, and then the week after that podcast. is Thanksgiving. And then the week after that, hey. I'm actually leaving. So we have to reschedule the next couple weeks after. When, when and how what? We'll talk. Where are you going? Going okay. to my cousin's wedding in Austin, Texas, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Uh-oh. That's what I said. Why, we'll get married. Why is it Thursday and Friday for podcasts? That doesn't seem right. Well, we'll let our audience figure out if Paul got it right next week on the Goody Lawrence podcast. All right. See you, everybody. Keep it wrong, oh, Paul. I, just, I had, a, I had a, a, a check mark next to Friday. That's why. Bye. Easy enough. See ya. And we're clear. I'm still here. Bye, everybody.